Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. Hey. Uh, so, guys, how's it going? It's uh, post-BBMA's week. We had mm-hmm. Billboard wow. Music Awards. Uh, some stuff happened. There was holograms. There was Brendan Urie on <laughs> I've an umbrella. I've been told that there were not holograms. There was augmented reality. Ah, big oh, pardon. you fool. <laughs> because if you were in the... I think that the distinction is... You didn't see them if you were in the arena. That okay, so that would, was that would not be a hologram. I was okay. wondering that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's kind of weird. Yeah. So really, those of us sitting at home got the better show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about that, though, what was everyone's favorite BBMA's performance? Hmm. Mine was Mariah Carey uh, just throwing a tissue on the stage. And yeah, that was waiting for someone else to pick it up. Truly fantastic. That was perfect. That's exactly what I want. I would from love my Mariah to know Carey. who picked it up. And what they did with it. I hope they saved it. Me too. And it'll end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at some point. It should. It totally should. I'm not even kidding. No, I, mean, I know. That would be a awesome. Thing. Be like, this is the tissue that Mariah Carey threw on the Billboard stage. An icon having an iconic moment. Mm-hmm. I guess Mariah's not in the Rock Hall yet. No. Uh, they're still struggling to open it up to uh, the, the pop world, I would say. My favorite rock band is Mariah Carey. So <laughs> I hope she makes it. Yeah, that's true. Vision of Love is my favorite rock song of all time. <laughs> um, what's your favorite? All right, I gave mine. Uh, Cardi B's Cackle. When yes. She, uh, <laughs> and also, I guess, combined with Cardi B's performance when they announced that Girls Like You won. And she didn't realize she, she was on the song. Yeah, <laughs> she either didn't know she was supposed to accept it, didn't realize she was on the song. Um, I love her. I love Cardi. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay? Um, you guys covered it. Wow! Yeah, you I, sound I honestly, really enthusiastic about our award. No, show. I thought I thought our award show was at, like truly amazing in terms of the performances. I thought it was. A it very actually was very show. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I was um, more entertained than the normal award show. Same. Um, I loved it. My roommate's mom really liked it. So, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. my favorite my favorite moment was my mom's texts reacting <laughs> to everything. <laughs> yeah. What was what was her favorite moment? Um. She texted me, why do girls cry over BTS? Don't get it. <laughs> I thought they were really good. Like, me too, but I, I understand that, that text. Like, girls are sobbing, you know? Yeah. Um, the performance was great. I didn't realize Halsey had joined them because she 
so perfectly mirrored their appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, like with her, the wig she had and the baggy suit, she just sort of like seamlessly fit yeah. in there. She's the new member, yeah. the eighth member of BTS. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyways, I, I guess let's talk about some some new music. Let's. So, uh, I guess let's start with Adjacent. Ooh. Um, Sean Mendez. Surprise Sean... single drop so, last night. Yeah. So uh, new song. Mendes. If I can't have you. Jason. Not a Bee Gees cover. It is not <laughs> from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Yeah. But I kind of wish it was. Um. But but what do you think about it? So. So if I can't have you, uh, I. Uh, obviously, he's performing this on Saturday Night Live tomorrow night. Um, the thing about Sean Mendez, Wait, who's hosting? What's Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler? Oh yeah, I saw those ads. That was like for the first time in for forty the first years. Time in eighty years. <laughs> Adam he's so Sandler. So old now. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's one hundred and five. <laughs> um, so Sean Mendez, this is actually something he did uh, between his second and third album. He dropped "There's Nothing Holding Me Back." As a standalone song, I think that actually became part of the deluxe edition mm-hmm. of his second album. Now we have uh, this one, which is uh, again not on his uh, self-titled last album. Uh, I think it's great. I mean, the thing about Sean Mendez, and we've said it again, we've said it before, I'll say it again, Joe Lynch, <laughs> is that that dude knows how to write a chorus. Like his choruses mm-hmm. are are really catchy and they're really clean and they're really emphatic. Um, I said it when you know he did. There's nothing holding me back, and this is kind of in that same vein. It's uh to me, it's it's a little interesting how much lighter this is than his last big hit, which was In My Blood. Um, yeah, this is much more airy um, mm-hmm. and up tempo. Um, it sounds great. I mean, it, it's it's interesting because you wouldn't think of like male singer songwriter pop rock really sounding. Uh, as uh, as part of kind of like modern pop, but this kind of fits in seamlessly. He he's really found this lane, and um, I really like this song. Well, I'm curious what you guys thought about it. To Lizzie? me, it's like um, <laughs> it's silence. like the sibling of Lost in Japan. Okay, um, I totally. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I feel like they they both were born out of like the same songwriting session. Found well, it's, in it's China. Lot, well, it's the same lyrics are like you know I'm in a hotel, I'm alone, exactly. I'm thinking about you. Like names the city he's in. Yeah, and just like is like texting this person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the lyric I can't write one song not about you. It's like yes, clearly. Like I feel like. <laughs> And here's the other. Here's the second song. Yeah, um, you know it. It what he does definitely works for him. This felt like a little bit more of the same. Whereas in my blood was like so, so such a contrast in a way that was really more of a moment than this is. Um, and then I, I do have to say, I like the lyric, "I can't move on if we're gonna talk." And then he said he wants the strings attached. I was kind of like. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a cute little lyric. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm not blown away. Wow. Uh, I, I, I do like it. Um, I think it's it's one of those... His songs, for me, are usually uh, growers, not showers. Yeah, I would true. say uh, There's Nothing Holding Me Back became one of my favorite songs of that year. Whatever year that was, I have no sense of time anymore. Um, but at first, I was like, Troubling. oh, this is cool. Yeah. But like, I, I ended up loving it. And same with In My Blood... Um, which I didn't like quite as much, but at first I was like, ah, whatever, it's just fine. And you know, the Ugh, more I heard I it, I was song. like, yeah, it's it's great. It really is good. Um, so I feel like I might have the same reaction with this. Uh, I will say I do appreciate production-wise. There's some interesting stuff going on. 
uh, towards the end. He's got some kind of like choral voices and some tinkling pianos. Uh, yeah. The kind of vibe reminds me a little bit of like Passion Pit a bit uh, mm, towards wow. the very tail end. Okay. So, which I dig. Love Passion Pit. Mm-hmm. Um, lover of the pit. Yeah, lover of the pit. Yeah. Uh, Get in the pit and try to love pit. someone. Yeah. As Kid Rock once said. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I really like, I've always been a fan of Sean Mendez, um, even when he was like kind of post Vine star mm-hmm. Sean Mendez. Um, He's just Do you a really... remember his first single was like vaguely reggae tinged? No way. Or like it definitely like back in the day, like like something big. I have to maybe no, it was maybe one of his SoundCloud songs or something oh, like really? that. He had one that was like just a very weird his, bad fit his, before he became like his real debut famous. single, uh, "Life of the Party." I I freaking love that song. <laughs> I think that song's awesome <laughs> and like. I remember like driving with my my wife uh, and playing it for her, and I was like, "He's 15. I love this song." And sounds like every car ride <laughs> you and Vanessa take. It's probably true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. I I it's been it's been just as like a pop fan, it's been really uh, really cool to see him progress and become more confident in in that yeah. songwriting and. Uh, now he's just lobbing out singles that I really like that Lindsay doesn't really like uh, <laughs> that Joe might like. So, you know, but all... the world certainly likes, and his fan base, the mendicants, are hugely into it. Uh, that's not what they're called. But let's listen to it. So it's Sean Mendez's song is "If I Can't Have You." Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance. I know that you're the feeling I'm missing. You know that I hate to admit it, but everything. Nothing if I can't have you I can't write one song that's not about you Can't drink without thinking about you Easy to... Uh, next up, let's talk one of my picks. So, uh, Lizzo, yes. debut I feel like Lizzo's been around for a while. I mean, this is, I guess this is very true. Anyway, so let me just rewind. <laughs> the song is called Juice from her album. So excited. Because I love you. Um, Lizzo, like a number of artists, uh, kind of rising artists these days, I feel like we get like their debut album and we've been like, wait, like same thing with Billie Eilish. It's like, hasn't she been around for like three years? And the answer is yes. Yeah. But like the industry is changing. Like debut albums aren't really the way artists get inter- introduced anymore. Like it's much more common that you're going to have bunch of singles percolating you maybe have a soundcloud presence mm-hmm. you know you make some appearances on zane Lowe, or you're in her case you're a guest on rupaul's drag race or whatever and then your debut album yeah. comes out um anyway so this, this album though is fantastic it really i was always a fan um of her i think she's really clever and super interesting and she's from my hometown of minneapolis nice. um but oh, i didn't know that that's cool yeah. did you uh, just bump your chest when you said that no a little bit maybe a little bit um but yeah, but the album itself is just, uh, it's really, I think we've heard some some sounds from her before that uh, are, are solid but are pretty familiar. And this album is just really eclectic and diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's really everything from like R&B to hip hop to gospel to indie to funk on this record. Um, and the one I kind of wanted to focus on was Juice, which is this just absolutely joyous um, empowerment anthem uh, it slaps, as the kids say. Sure does. Um, it's this just like really like ebullient, ebullient pop funk song. Wow. Um, with these kind of like airy, expansive guitars. It's just like musically 
extremely like you feel the excitement, you feel the optimism. Um, and I think that's just something we don't get a lot of in hip hop at the moment. And mm-hmm. I love that she's delivering it. And I also love that um, that's just not the, the it's not like the album has that one tone. Like right. this is just one of many shades on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what do you guys think about it? Lizzo Juice. Yeah, I love her flow on this record. That's the thing that stands out to me the most. Um, like the delivery is just really exciting and really explosive and you feel her energy. Um, she, I just find this to be funny. She came on stage at Coachella to quickly perform with Janelle mm-hmm. and Tierra Wack, and they did um, Janelle's "I Got the Juice." Nice. So yeah. you know, just a lot of a lot yeah. of juice lot going of around juice. the music yeah, industry these days. Yeah. These days. Um, me, I don't drink it. I'm more of a seltzer guy. Uh-huh. Um, but also, and any song that starts off with "Mirror, Mirror on the Wall," like I'm probably gonna like it. Obviously, I yeah. yeah. Yeah, love uh, love that Snow White villain. Mm-hmm. One of my childhood icons. But Jason, what what do you think that about? Explains so much. What do you think about? That? I don't even know how to follow that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, we've talked about Lizzo on this podcast before. I I like I, again. I like her a lot. I think that she's an important artist. I think that she's going to end up like we're going to look back on 2019 as her breakthrough year, um, which is not something that you can say about a lot of artists. Um, I, I kind of agree with um, Rawia, a uh, great uh, mm-hmm. pitchwork review on this album, which is, I, I think that, the to not to paraphrase, but kind of to boil it down, um, the, I just don't think the songs are there. And, I, and I, I think that, like, she's very promising. She obviously has a lot of talent. I, I don't think there's really that much in this album in terms of the songs that, like, really connects with me. Um Obviously, I'm in the minority. That's the that I always use that caveat on this show. But like we talk about a lot of popular artists, Lizzo is like universally beloved. That's awesome. That's very cool. I don't I don't think the songs are there yet. But uh, you know, and this one is just like you know, I was just like ah yeah okay. I, but it doesn't stick with me. So yeah, we have very sometimes very different song expectations because that sure. was always your critique with Saint Vincent too that the Ugh, songs weren't always. there, which I 100 percent disagree. I yeah, think she's I fully like a don't understand that. Songwriter. Wow. Lindsay, uh, if uh, for those listening at home, Lindsay just groaned at me. It was great. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. How do you say that about Saint Vincent? It just it doesn't add up. For doesn't me at compute. All. Yeah. Well, but anyways, yeah. Agree well, to disagree. Dying on that hill. Um, but let's listen to it. Lizzo juice. Let's do uh, Jason, uh, Vampire Weekend, new album, Father of the Bride, named after one of uh, my favorite Steve I Martin know. comedies from the 1990s, co-starring Oof. Diane Keaton and Martin Short. Uh, the song is Stranger that you picked from the new Vampire Weekend. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because um, I actually, I, I, I still have to listen to this whole thing, um, I and I don't really want to talk too broadly about the album. Very excited to listen to it. It's very long. Uh, it's very good from what I've heard. 
Um, but Stranger, man, like that's the jam. Like Stranger is like the leaning into the African influence and polyrhythms and harmonies and just kind of going full force on this kind of sunny pop song. And this is kind of what I love to hear Vampire Weekend do best. Um, going back to their first album, like this is kind of what attracted so many people, including myself, to them. Um, it's kind of in the back half of this album. I kind of wish that this had been a, a single. But, uh, you know, Ezra sounds like super buoyant on this uh, on this song. Um, you know, the, just kind of everything coalesced into this really beautiful pop uh, pop song. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, like, dig into, like I said, more of this album. Um, I ho- and ho- its eventual sequel, Father of the Bride Part 2, of course. <laughs> um, yes. But, you know. <laughs> Not as good, but still totally worth the time. Oh, disagree. Time. I, th- I We've talked about this. I think Part 2 is better than One is the so original. much better. Two disagree. gets a little ridiculous. Disagree. Multiple pregnancies? Whoa. <laughs> That's literally the plot of Father of the Bride Part 2. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I like this. Uh, I would say, you know, this just, it's, when they came out, people were like, huh, this band really likes Paul Simon's Graceland. And this <laughs> this song, the, the whole album actually is is less Paul Simon-y than they often are, but this song in particular, Stranger, is like super Paul Simon, just on the cusp of Graceland, actually. If you rewind yeah. when he was starting to kind of like incorporate uh, what they like to call world music at the time. This has uh, kind of shades of the song Late in the Evening, which was a big chart hit in the early 80s for Paul Simon. Uh, it definitely has that like kind of polyrhythms, the, you know, like vaguely African, vaguely tropical. Uh, so I like that they're doing it, but it's definitely like, it's just funny. I don't know. It just never ceases to amuse me that like, th- it's like, I don't know, like one of the biggest like rock bands of 2019 is just like basically doing Paul Simon, who is yeah, like, why not? I mean, I love Paul Simon, <laughs> yeah. but he's he's not one of those like, you know, like typically rock bands these days are like, yeah, we grew up, we love Springsteen, we love the Stones. Like there's just not that many people who are just aping Paul Simon that directly. Uh, but it, it amuses me and I enjoy yeah. the song. What, what do you think, Lindsay? I, I like it. Um you know, knowing all of that, it still really surprised me when I heard it that this was a song that Vampire Weekend made in 2019. Yeah. Um, I really don't think if someone played it for me and had me guess the artist that I would ever be able to think it was them. Um, but I find it really interesting. I think the arrangement is exciting, what they did there. Um, I don't really have much more to add. Wow. Yeah. No groans. No groans. Yes. <laughs> no Father of the Bride related None. jokes or insights. No, I'm not a fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
You're what? not a fan of that movie? <laughs> no. Ugh, wow. That's wild. That's crazy. It's no Phineas and Verb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. basically. <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Vampire Weekend, Stranger. I see the phone answer. I used to knock on every door. But you got the way on music playing. Don't need to look anymore. All right, that was Vampire Weekend. Uh, next up, this is a me pick. Uh, we have it, new Kylie Minogue. Uh, song is called New York City. So Kylie, my girl Kylie, yep. the one and only real Kylie, uh, has a greatest hits compilation coming up. <laughs> This is the new bonus track from it. Uh, so there's a mini story behind this song. She, I saw her at Bowery Ballroom, which was an underplay for her last year. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best shows I saw in 2018, wow. maybe the best show. Um, so her last album, which was called Golden, had this kind of Nashville country vibe. She played this song we're about to talk about uh, at Bowery Ballroom. She'd made it, gave it its live debut. Um, and she explained that, you know, like she recorded this new song that she liked, but it didn't fit in with the country leaning vibe of the album. So she left it off. Um, but the song got such I mean, it's called New York City and she did it to New York City, but it got such a rapturous response that she mm-hmm. played it twice. Um, oh, wow. But anyways, now we have the studio version of it out. Um, this is like just 100% of my alley. Like one, yes. it's a song about New York City. That's so, literally all my go. only note of this song. And I'll just chime in now and say, this is the most Joe Lynch song I, I, I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's like super like dance club 80s. Like it's got the kind of like uneasy, like squealy synth, which is like super Tom Tom Club-ish. Um, it's got Kylie doing her white girl rap, like Debbie Harry in Blondie's Rapture, mm-hmm. which was oddly enough the first quote unquote hip hop song to top the Billboard Hot 100. Um, <laughs> it's just a total delight. Like it's, it's goofy fun and it's just like instantly catchy. Like you're singing it the second it raps. A but, total delight. Uh, what, what do you guys think of it? Other than- I literally don't have any other, <laughs> any other notes except that like if, if you were to enter a lab in which they're designing the perfect song for Joe Lynch then it's New York City by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> well, I'm it. lucky to have it. Yeah. Um, it's just like a very glittery Kylie anthem, which you can't go wrong with a song about New York. You really can't. But it also, it has to like step up and like deliver. And I Because think there are does. so many. Yeah. 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 Classic right. Lynch pick. Classic. Classic. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Kylie Minogue. song is called New York City. And uh, Jason, I think we're about to lose you, right? You know what? I'm going to dance my way out to New York City. All right. Wow. In, uh, we are in New York City. That's You're going to miss fitting. out on the best song yeah. that we're going to talk well, once about. Once we come back from Kylie, it'll be just Lindsay and myself to wrap up. Bye, yep. So uh, later, Jason. All right, that was new Kylie. Uh, next up, Lindsay, our yes. last pick. So, Kindness uh, featuring Sinabose. Is that how you pronounce it? I believe so. Sinabose. Sinabose. I'm not I'm, quite I'm sure. Not but sure. Uh, So, new Kindness song uh, is called Lost Without. 
Yeah. Talk to me about it. Slash, tell people about kindness. Well, first, it was so kind of you oh, to God. stick around. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Great, yeah. great. Um, all right, I'll wrap this up. Um, so kindness is this disco pop artist who has put out two albums, the last in 2014. This is the second new song that he's released since. Um, the first had Robin and Todd Rundgren on it. So he's just like, I don't know. Pretty I'm, big names. Yeah. I'm kind of fascinated. He's worked with... Um, Kalila, who is a co-writer on this song, he's worked with Dev Hines. He just seems very much in the world of like fine artists making music, right? Um, like which, super smart, interesting people making like pop intellectuals, music. yes. Yeah. Um, which I am always attracted to. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of a perfect artist for me. Um, and then Sinabo uh, Say, I'm so sorry for probably I think horribly you probably mispronouncing. Got it right. I think I mangled it. Okay. Um, well, she's a Swedish like soul pop singer. Um, whose voice just works so perfectly with this song. I think it you know, it really feels like it was just written to the track for mm-hmm. her specifically. Um, I'm a big fan of this like this strong bass that serves as the backbone. Yeah. Um, these really bright horns over the house production that you know, a lot of this feels like it was just built on the basics but almost made for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think this is a great song. I'm really excited. I hope there's an album coming soon. Yeah, I mean, I the, kindness is one of those artists who I like is like kind of in the back of my mind, but mm-hmm. I don't know a ton about. It, so I'm glad you chose yeah. him. Um, her, yeah, her voice sounds beautiful on this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some cool like weird touches on it. Like I think there's maracas even on this, or some sort of like shuffly rhythm in yeah. the background. Uh, the guitar has nice reverb, but it also sort of reminds me. You know, you mentioned like disco pop, um, and it, yeah, it has that really fantastic like heavy like disco bass groove and then the horns of course but it reminds me a little bit of that first hercules and love affair album um Mm. maybe 11 years ago or something okay if you don't know it you should you would like it it's really good um but yeah it's this is good this is fun and it definitely is you know it's kind of what you were saying it's like you know thinking persons you know yeah (laughs) dance disco pop or whatever um so i'm kind of curious to see where where we go from here yeah, me too. Um, Jason did say he liked it on his way out. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> we got the Jason thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, kindness song is called Lost Without. Don't be afraid to go too far. Remember All right, that was kindness, uh, and it was kindness of you to stick around. Sorry, you made a bad kindness joke. <laughs> I made a bad kindness joke. Everyone's got to make a bad kindness joke at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what do we have coming up soon-ish? Mm. Is there anything else? Hmm. I don't know. Probably don't know. some things or, some or two. summer jams on the way. Some some some, some jams. Some jams. Um, but anyways, yeah. Sorry, well, this, this podcast is ending on a whimper. That's a fact. But um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Lindsay, thank you for sticking around for the full time. You of didn't have course. to run away like Jason. Ugh, some people. To lead a meeting or whatever the hell his sure, excuse was. Jason. Yeah, right. Um, anyways, uh, that's all we got. We will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.